This is Thursday, June 24th. Now, have you ever seen a large project, perhaps even a multi-year project? Have you seen something like that to completion? If you have, likely you learn that the work is sustained by hope. I remember years ago walking a piece of land our little church in New Jersey had bought. Actually, the church began in the living room of a home in the community with just a few families. At the time, we had no idea how we would survive or how the church would be able to grow. We had almost nothing, but we did have the sense that God was working in our midst. Now, here's our scripture passage for today. Numbers 10, verse 33 to 36. So they set out from the mountain of the Lord and traveled for three days. The Ark of the Covenant of the Lord went before them during those three days to find them a place to rest. The cloud of the Lord was over them by day when they set out from the camp. And whenever the Ark set out, Moses said, Rise up, Lord. May your enemies be scattered. May your foes flee before you. And when it came to rest, he said, Return, Lord, to the countless thousands of Israel. Now, the children of Israel were hardly getting started on their 40-year journey in the wilderness, and we find these words of Moses, and they're brimming with hope. First, in Moses' encouragement to Hobab, as we saw yesterday, he says, The Lord has promised good to Israel. He says, good things are coming. You should come along with us and see. All Moses can see is the good news of God's presence. Of course, we know the story and we know what's coming. The people are going to complain. There's going to be evil in the camp. We hear Moses' announcement, as we've just read, about the scattering of the enemies of the Lord. But we remember the spies that feared the future and refused to even face the enemies. They refused to enter the land. The enemies of the Lord were, well, they weren't exactly scattered. It doesn't seem like the foes of Israel fled before them. And then listen to the way Moses has numbered Israel. The Hebrew records that Moses said the people are 10,000 thousands. Wow, that's a lot of zeros. It's really a bit of an exaggeration on his part. You might ask, is Moses just a huge optimist? Actually, the words Moses shares serve to set us up for what the rest of the book reveals. It feels like the setup for a tragedy. So what's going on? Here's what's happening. Moses is living in hope. This is a chief skill of leadership, to envision a positive future and then to enable people to move toward it. Does that future always come? Well, we know the answer to that. Not always, or not right away. These are what we call aspirational goals. Moses has these as he thinks about the people, and the Lord is leading them toward the land. Now, there are three major types of goals that help us move forward in life. They are process goals such as the goal to study two hours each afternoon to prepare for an exam. Studying will help you do well in the exam, but it will not guarantee you success. 
you do have control over these goals. You can study a couple hours every day. Then there are performance goals, such as the goal to get a 90% or better on the exam. You have some control over these goals, but not complete control. And finally, there are outcome goals. For example, you want to get the highest score of anyone in your class. Now, this is very difficult to control because you cannot control how the other students will perform on the exam. Now, the kind of aspirational goals we hear from Moses are even more difficult. He doesn't know whether Israel will stand before her enemies. He doesn't know how that the enemies will flee. He doesn't know whether the people will flourish in the wilderness and grow in number. This is why they are aspirational goals. He hopes to see this come about, but he cannot control the outcomes. So you say, why make aspirational goals at all if we can't make them happen? Well, it's because they help to set the direction and to encourage us forward, whether they are met or not. You see, most people do not think that far into the future. We often talk about what are called SMART goals, S-M-A-R-T. That letter A in SMART means attainable. We can do it. I think we like these kind of goals. But God's people need aspirational goals as well. Goals that we cannot see how we will be able to reach today, but that help us to move forward. We hope in them. Goals that always keep us looking to God. Now, let's fast forward. As we look at the book of Revelation, much of the language of Moses is echoed there in the description of the coming kingdom of God. Yes, the enemies of the Lord are scattered. Yes, there are ten, ten, there are thousands of thousands. All those years ago, that little group of people, as I think back on our church, couldn't have imagined what God would do among them. Over time, God, God gathered a healthy congregation. He provided them land and a place in their community. Years later, the congregation invited me to return when the sanctuary was dedicated to praise the Lord for his goodness to us. A goodness in the beginning we can only see from a very great distance. And I think this is what Moses could see from the wilderness. God would ultimately do what he promised among his people. Not, not one promise would fail. And I think that's where, as followers of Jesus, we need to keep our eyes focused on the future God has for us and live based on that promise today. Let's pray. Faithful and loving Father, you alone can see the future. We cannot. That causes us to fear rather than hope. That causes us to hold back rather than move forward. Show us Jesus and the cross that you might fill us with the assurance we need to step into the future that you have planned for us. To the praise of your name we pray. Amen.